Clap, clap your hands and stomp your feet. You're listening. You're listening to the Clap Your Hands podcast, hosted by Elliot Shore Parks and Kyle Newbeck. Here they come. I think about you know how you had said even just being around the team, there was like some times where like Harden just looks like when he walks, just looks like he's dealing with something. Um, the concern for me with Harden is you know he's old, number one. But if you look at past leg injuries he's dealt with, it's taken him a long time to recover from these things. I mean, I know, like, I don't think it was his Achilles in um, in Brooklyn that he dealt with, but that was like a two, almost a two year recovery from him. I mean, we were we were still talking about this past offseason. And that was about, like a pretty serious hamstring it, issue. It was. So that's why. Right. But I'm saying it was a long time to recover. And when you're older, it just takes longer to recover. Trust me. I'm 35 now. When I run, I feel it the next day. Right. But James and I are essentially the same age. So I get it. So you calling him old is very funny. Yeah. It's yeah. It's it is funny. Like (laughs) I remember when I was 20, I was like, well, when I'm 25, I'll be old. And then when I was 25, I'm like, well, it's really 30 if you think about it. And now that I'm 35, it's like, well, I'm not 40. Like, so it, it's always a, a sliding a scale. Always a sliding scale. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, the concern with Harden is he just looks terrible. And, and you know, like, again, the seating's kind of done. So maybe there is some value in sitting him out. But the, the downside of that is we did like a month worth of pods in a row. where We were saying this team's clicking on all cylinders. They're finally getting reps together. And I'll, I would be lying if I said that the gut like my gut feeling is this feels a lot like everyone's worst nightmare you know like Embiid's dealing with a calf injury Harden's dealing with an Achilles injury they're not winning games uh the Bucks are playing great the hope around the two seed is gone it briefly felt like the Embiid MVP hope was gone and so it feels like after a month of man like this is it this is the team look how great they are look how great they're playing there's 10 percent of me if not more that's sitting here and going holy shit like this is really just about to happen again. Like our, our, you know, like being around the team, like what's your vibe with that? Does this feel like panic time or where are you at? No, I mean, I think it, it just feels like, man, we got to get to the playoffs. Like this is just the end of the regular season. Everybody's a little banged up. And yeah, I do think like, honestly, I'm, I'm kind of ambivalent on the play in tournament in general. One of the great things about it though, is you they do get a week off like that is you get time for everybody to kind of reset at the end of the season and say you get healthy you like if you're really hurt it's not going to make a difference but for guys like Joel and James who are dealing with you know nagging sort of issues that mm-hmm. you need some time off and to strengthen and get treatment and whatever you could very well in that week plus if you were to take another extra game or two off at the end of the year you could very well just be a hundred percent as soon as the playoffs start. And that's a really nice thing that that is kind of built into the schedule. Now, as long as you're one of the the top six teams in the conference, I think that's a, a nice reward for the teams who are better over the course of 82 games or whatever. So that, that is something I think you should probably keep in mind or everybody should keep in mind as we head down the stretch here is they will get that time to get these guys at mm. least close to right. If they're not, on that subject, it is looking more and more like the most unfathomable outcome that could have happened before the season, which is the Sixers and Nets are going to play in round one and nobody's going to fucking care at all. Like, <laughs> I, I was talking to people yeah. in the locker room last night. I said, 
picture this. It's October. The season hasn't started. We're in preseason, just kind of looking out at the landscape. And I sit there in October and tell you the Sixers and Nets are going to play a first round playoff series. And like half the games might be played on NBA TV. Like that, that that's how much yeah. little buzz there's going to be for that series because every good angle is just gone. Katie's gone. Kyrie's gone. Ben is out for the year. It's just like every single well, thing that could have given it some drama is off the table. It's also like if you would have told people that in October, I wonder how many people would have picked the Sixers as the higher seed. You know, like that from that alone, like the fact you're right that all those players are gone, but we'll view that series. And I think there's some semi concerning things about the Nets and the way that they're young. They don't know what they don't know. They'll be a heavy underdog. Like that's never, there's always some problems with that, but you are right that a, just from a content perspective, Sixers Nets would have been unbelievable. And now hopefully they win it in five, but you're right that they're going to have time to, to rest and get, you know, have that, not just, you know, the time in between. And then hopefully if you, end that series quickly you get a little more time there before the playoffs kind of really start so so from one to ten where are you at on a concern level with Harden like a, a five I, I think it's okay. it's it's not a non-concern but it's also not a, a five alarm fire type of deal okay we'll see like how we play it seems like he'll play on Friday yeah I, I mean so Doc said something interesting prior to the game last night and I think it's correct I think he said, essentially, like, we plan out the season in terms of rest and when guys are going to miss games or what we want to do. And we look at back-to-backs and what have you. This is the period of the year where we think less about rest and more about these guys need to play more because we're ramping them up to play, to go from playing 35-36 to 38 40 nightly like being able to do that and the way he phrased it i believe was we want them to play 40 good minutes rather than 35 good minutes and five tired minutes yeah and so that i think is more of the concern i would have like if they if they rest for however many games out of this final six that they have left and then they have the week off and you have the that couple week period where they're not in you know, really like top form in terms of conditioning and stuff. Well, then you have to kind of still play your way up to that level in the first round and the early second round. And like, that's not the position you want to be in if you're the Sixers. So that I think would be more of my concern than even maybe the injuries. Like if they're playing on these, I don't think the injuries are bad enough to keep, or they're just not bad enough to keep them off the floor. So it's, it's not a big enough concern there. But it's because there are a couple factors you have to consider. Then it's like, okay, well, then they have to play 40 minutes to win a playoff game in the first round. You lose that. And then all of a sudden, two days later, you have to play another game. Joel's cap is feeling tight or James Achilles is sore. And then that's when it starts to come into play for me. So Embiid's calf. Let's let's kind of wrap it up on there. Um, you said from a 1 to 10 with a hard in year of 5. I'm probably at more of... A, I would have said seven, but hearing you is, you know, talk to me down the ledge a little, maybe I'll say a six or just tie you up on a five. Where are you at with, with Embiid? Because he did play in those back-to-back games, uh, which I think if prior to those games, you would have told us that we would have both been like, Oh, I guess he's perfectly okay. Then he doesn't play in, in, in Denver. 
Um, where are you at with that heading into the playoffs? Like anything else you're hearing on it? Just how, how do you think he's doing, I guess, comparatively to Harden, but also just as, as an individual? With Joel, it's always so hard because every injury is simultaneously the worst injury of all time. Yes. And also like not that big of a deal. <laughs> I, somebody was, I was talking, I can't remember who it was in the media room after the pressers and everything last night. And I just said the the hardest thing with covering Joel is that you give him enough time and he'll talk himself in a circle to the point that you have no idea what his actual stance is. <laughs> so it's like, and that, I think that's true with injuries of like, well, it's been bothered. Like if he had said the James quote, I've been like, oh, it's he's it's been bothering me for months, but it's not a big deal. But then it's this, and it's like the I don't care about MVP, but here's right. 500 words on why I actually care. Then he says <laughs> I don't care again. Right. So that's the tough part with Joel. Like he's never going to be especially clear on the health stuff. I think he does play it up sometimes, but I do think that this is a real thing. He's been bothering him in the middle of games, grabbing at his calf and what have you. So I, I think I would put it in the same. If you were asked asking me to to rank that with the Harden mm-hmm. thing, I think it's right about the same. And wow. I think that's that's as best as I can do from where we sit right now. They're just no player or team is going to be especially transparent on how a guy is feeling this late in the year. If they yeah, don't especially have to be, to the playoffs, yeah. It's a, you know how that goes. Like yeah, the Eagles sure. with Jalen Hurts at the end of the year are right. about as uh, unclear I mean, I remember as they possibly could have been. In 2018, when Carson broke his back, they didn't put him on IR, and they were saying there's a shot he would play in the playoffs, even though he wasn't even practicing. So, yes, I I, I can sympathize with the struggle, I'm sure, right now you're dealing with in, turn, term, in trying to find out information about this. So, But it's good to hear – you know, that you're not overly concerned, I guess. Like it did, it seems like more bump and bruise end of the season than like, this is something that could actually impact him in the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, look, we'll wait and see how, how he looks on the floor, I guess, over this last week and a half. I do think I'm very interested to see they could essentially game it in the last couple games of the year to choose their opponent if they really wanted to. Like if I know we've talked about Miami and Jimmy Butler a bunch recently on the podcast. They play both Miami and Brooklyn. If you really don't want to play Miami in the first round, you could play all your guys in that game yep. and then just give the I mean you could still lose. Like Miami's- I think it's the last two games of the year too if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Miami's got everything to play for. So they might lose regardless. Like the Sixers just are not going to have a lot on the line. But you can still go out there, beat them because you're better than them, and then go into the Brooklyn game and be like, hey, here you go, Brooklyn. Here's the, uh, <laughs> the, here's the sixth seed yeah. in the Eastern Conference. So, yeah. but, I mean, we'll see what happens there. But, uh, yeah, there's look, there's not a lot left in the regular season except for this MVP race. Yeah. So it's it's well, all MVP and injuries. That's all that counts at this point.